Hey, Ryan. Hey, Michael. We're about to see Blink-182. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're, we're going to see Blink in about a week, and uh, we talked about it this, this episode. Yeah. We're getting and prepared. This is kind of the pre. The pre-show. Pre, the calm before the storm. Yeah. And we had our first Skype interview, which is pretty yeah, sweet. We uh, had, uh, all the way to Denver. Yeah. We had a couple, uh, some buddies of mine. Um, they uh, called in to talk about their experience with they've the Blink seen, show. They've already, they're on the other side of the looking glass. They've seen, uh, they've seen into the eye of the hurricane. They've seen yeah. Blink-182. <laughs> and they, they gave their hot impressions. Yeah. Uh, hot off the, uh, the floor. Yeah, they just saw it last night. So. And we also we check in with Tom. Uh, there's actually kind of a surprising uh, large amount of this is a very active time for Tom right now and yeah. uh, more than I was kind of expecting to go over and uh, <laughs> you know good for him he's got a lot going on and uh, we all winded up back with some some good old Q and A's Q and A's well more just A's I guess <laughs> yeah I guess there's Q and A's in a way. Oh, we could go back to the mailbag. It's been a hot minute. The mailbag. The mailbag. Yeah, we, we again apologize for the delay. You know, we kind of explain ourselves slightly. Yeah, you'll hear uh, our explanation for the delay. Um, <laughs> again, I'm just going to put the blame squarely on Ryan. Uh, it's all my fault. It's not Ryan's fault. No, uh, we've we've just been pretty busy. So uh, we sorry. both kind of just went into a, a fucking um, called hibernation. Yeah, for like a week or a couple two weeks. Well, we were getting ready for the blink show. Yeah, we had to we got to kind of mentally prepare ourselves, and now we're ready. We're back, and uh, the only thing I think that's left to do is um uh hmm well take take my shirt off, <laughs> just get naked, but take your pants off too. Take off your pants and podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm Ryan. And it's been a long ass time. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. Uh, we went on a little bit of a hiatus. Yeah. Well, not really a purpose, but a little bit, you know, just kind of been a little busy. We have. We've played host. We've continued to play host for a lot of people visiting here. Yeah. Um, you know, some things Some things have just been going Shout on. Shout out to David Snowden. David Snowden. The inside <laughs> joke. Well, everyone's turning off now. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's great to open with an inside joke. Uh, so if anyone, you know, we appreciate that you're all sticking with us on the little gap. Yeah. Uh, sorry about that. Probably won't happen again. Uh, we, we pride ourselves on the regularity here. Yeah, we're trying. Um, so uh, what we, we've waited so long that now we're about to the point that we're about to see Blink. Yeah. So that's kind of what brought us back from the dead. It did. We were like, Whoa, it's next week, Mike. <laughs> oh, my God. We got to man the studios. We got to get the reels rolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how are you feeling? We're about T minus. Um, looking at my invisible yeah, watch the- now. T minus a week. <laughs> yeah, the, the Portland or actually Vancouver show um, is uh, kind of toward the last section of the tour seems like which i'm i'm really happy about for the purposes of our podcast because it really works well as a as a live show to kind of do it at the end of the tour because hopefully um you know everyone who's listening if you're listening to this and you live in america i'm assuming that you saw blink or yeah and we're trying to see blink and if you weren't able to hopefully this is the next best thing <laughs> let's hear two guys They're talk like, about these guys i haven't seen them yet what the fuck everyone else in the world has but or yeah. the country at least and we're just like eh. 
Yeah. Still haven't seen it. Yeah. So, um, you know, hopefully this will be uh, exciting for people who have seen Blink and mm-hmm. exciting for people who won't get a chance to see it. The, you know, at least you get something, you know. Yeah. Um, it's coming up quick. So what are you hope? We, we went over a previous previous uh, episode here. Uh, Long time listeners of the show will know we covered in an earlier episode. I think it was episode five or six. The the I think the episode was titled "My Dream Set List." Yeah, and we we went through what our ideal set list for a Blink concert would be. So uh, as far as the sh- songs we're going to cover, um, if you want to know what we're, we would like in a best case scenario, that's the best place to go. But what are you, now that you've kind of, it's the end of the tour, you, you kind of know what to expect. What are you hoping for? What are you nervous about? Well, and how are you feeling? Um, ever, I've kind of in the last month or so, I haven't really been like diving into the live videos like I was like when the tour first started. So I'm kind of like, just to kind of keep it kind of fresh when yeah. I see it. Um, I just want to be impressed. Like I want to just, um, uh, we don't have pit tickets. We're in old man seats. <laughs> well, we're fairly close up. We're though. close, but we're just like, <laughs> but we're still like in those things, but we'll be able to, those be able are, to enjoy those it. Those are, we are definitely in the old man. Cause the pit is the, uh, the young kid, like cool kids. Right. Yeah. And the lawn are like the, like the poor, like lawn, nah, nah, the poor lawns. <laughs> lawns are like the just casual, like 20 year olds. And we're like the old people. Cause we have like money, but we don't want, <laughs> We, we have money. We have enough money to buy good tickets, but we don't have like we the don't energy we don't have the energy to just go a few feet further. <laughs> We're in the sweet spot of the old man row. Yeah, they're not. It's gonna be pretty good seats, and we really enjoy the production of the of the stage. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm also hoping to just like get some uh, enjoyment out of the opening bands as well. Mm-hmm. That's something I'm kind of interested in. I think I'll get a kick out of it, if nothing else. Even yeah, if I don't I really enjoy dove myself, in. I'm hoping to at least enjoy it by proxy and yeah, just yeah, see yeah. people having a fun Yeah, because I haven't really dove into those bands, and so it's going to be interesting to watch. And sometimes... Yeah. Yeah, it's sometimes that's the way to do it with uh, bands is see them live for the see first them in there. Time. It really helps to see uh, one one of the good things you can get from seeing a band live is I think you really see them in their element. Mm-hmm. You know, with the internet, it's so easy to get kind of disconnected, and it's you know listening to Radiohead doesn't work when you're surfing Facebook. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, and a day to remember, maybe they don't work when you're surfing Facebook. Maybe they work when you're watching them and you're watching a bunch of seventeen year old you know mosh to them. It's the funnest yeah, thing. Yeah, it's world. probably gonna be cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm also interested just to see, like, I have said this on a previous episode, but I haven't been to uh, like a full on Blink show with like the full production <laughs> full blink show. Um, since uh, the Untitled era. The ones I've that's seen crazy. since. Yeah, been, that's right. You never saw. Well, I've seen like we, three or four yeah. times since, but it was always at festivals or kind of like these one off shows. Like I went to one yeah. in Vegas one time that was kind of like a one off and it's still like a cool production with cool lights and stuff, but there wasn't like the cool LED. And that's the exciting thing for me on a smaller scale with this show is it's going to be, you know, we, we've watched endlessly the videos of when they got back to Skiba and they played, or when they got back together with Skiba and they played uh, Soma and a bunch of, you know, one-off festivals. But I, and you have kind of refrained from watching most of the videos from the tour. Mm -hmm. And this is really going to be them. uh, The first time I think we're both going to really be singing them with Skiba where they have, this is the blink show and they got the whole production going. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I'm I'm excited to see what kind of uh, theatrics they do. You know, I know it's not Pink Floyd. I'm not expecting like the wall, but um, it but, seems from but, what I've seen in the videos, the set looks really cool, and I'm excited to see. Yeah, it. like the modern fucking productions on shows are just awesome lately yeah. and stuff. Even for smaller bands, like do you remember um, the lighting system on Brand New? We saw a few like yeah, that was, great. It was so great. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah, and uh, 
yeah, it's just like they do really good. That, that's something I wish I could get into. Like if anybody knows how to get into stage production, um, like the video feeds and shit, like I'd love to get into that. Make a you want to be making the videos that's playing when they're doing like yeah, and like have it go to the music and shit. That'd be sick. Yeah, let I me know. You, I think you could do a good one. I've done until for local shows, but it's just oh like, yeah, with the you put like the you sync like the video game footage, right? So I would do a bunch of different things. Like I, I mean, this is getting off subject, but like I would uh, for my brother's bands that was on the one of the last episodes uh, for Thin Bloods, we um, I would find like weird fucked up videos to play like during their set, but I would try to like edit them to like the recordings of the songs, so that way when I hit play on them, they kind of like somewhat go with it, like not not perfectly, yeah. But they would usually like be like with like the vibe of the song. That's dope. Um, I would find like old like German animation and shit like that, and it was oh, cool. Yeah, I remember you sending me some of those and, and yeah. stuff. Yeah, but yeah, so that's always fun. But like, so if yeah, anybody knows, let me know. But uh, <laughs> so that's what I'm excited about the most. Yeah, because I um, and from what we'll get to later in the episode from maybe some of like the vibes of these shows and stuff. Uh, with our interview later in the of this, but um, oh. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, like so, I'm that's more of what I'm interested in. I think is the whole production and the whole show, the type of people that are going to be at this show, um, yeah, and that's kind so, of interesting. So is sort of the the theatrics, the showiness of the show, the main thing you're looking for. I think so, and plus, it's always great to see Blink, and it's interesting to watch it with Matt at the forefront. Yeah, and it'd be cool. To, I mean, this has been they've almost done the full tour by now. That maybe they all the kinks are out and hopefully it's just like super solid. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I'm, I'm so I'm, I'm feeling pretty much the same way. I'm feeling like pretty stoked to see it. Uh, I'm very excited. I'm really, I'm most looking just to see how we've seen so many videos and I'm curious to see how it sounds on, on the ground, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, maybe it'll sound the same. Maybe it'll sound different. You know, um, I think we've both been in agreement that when they've used the backing tracks, like on board to death, it's been, excessive mm-hmm. and i'm wondering how it, it that uh comes across when you're there yeah uh yeah how it comes across when you're there if it's distracting or not um so th- that'll be interesting to see uh i think the merch is going to be kind of cool like i'm it looks like they have some sweet posters those and, posters are amazing that they yeah. have out like i've seen like a really cool one that was like the, like the fucking campbell's can kind of vibes yeah and that I've was seen, like, like the andy warhol like yeah i've thing. seen lots of cool shit like they did like it's cool because different artists did like each one and yeah, it's really uh, they always they have the for the last like few years like they blinks uh, posters have been like way better than you've said it's better than their shirts yeah and stuff yeah but, I don't know if they have different art guy or what but uh, yeah yeah they're they're I've clothes been, I've just not been, been a fan of the shirts and stuff the clothes but the posters have just been so awesome yeah. The yeah. one you have is probably the coolest I mean and the one you gave me too is like so sick the, yeah. like Donnie Darko thing yeah they, um. Yeah, they're like they yeah they have great people doing that and it's probably fans of the band that grew up with them i bet making yeah. that cool shit yeah it's probably like contractors as opposed to like the in-house or whatever the the guy that got a retainer for them. yeah they probably reach out to a bunch of different artists all over the place or somebody does and yeah. as a making travis probably knows there's, i think there's a documentary about uh the recent resurgence of like concert posters or like the history of it and the recent resurgence really of it. Do, you, do you know the name of that <sighs> I, that would I, be so fun to watch i have it in like an instant cue but i know the cover i can't think of it exactly mm-hmm. But it's more of like the it's the whole like you know um it's like like the screen printing kind of thing where they do like the multiple colors it's like a you know with the whole mondo mondo posters you know what that yeah, is yeah 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 mondo tees well for the listeners the mondo uh that's like uh isn't that a comic con a lot the, yeah they're a site that started off as like an art little kind of gallery thing online and they they're literally limited posters and they do 
it started off kind of doing like indie movies and now it's become like big movies. And even like they'll, they'll like, you'll buy like a DVD set that has like Mondo art on it and stuff. Now it's great. It's man. become huge. Mondo. Yeah. And uh, I actually have a couple of those too, but <laughs> nice. Like the one I have, the Pulp Fiction is a Mondo. That's oh, that's my... a great, that's a great Pulp Fiction poster. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's not, that's not the artist name, but that's like the company that puts yeah, it out. There's yeah. other artists. That yeah. There's not there. an artist named Mondo. That's yeah. a company. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I'm, I'm pretty stoked and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to just hearing the new songs. I hope they play a lot of stuff off California. I'm totally on board with Skiba, you know, I, I am. But mm. the, but there's an element of like he's covering music as opposed to he's performing the music he wrote that makes the California songs a lot more attractive to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I definitely, I'm going to love hearing, you know, some Blink songs mm-hmm. from before California. But um, I am pretty just excited. Like I, w- I want to hear Matt do the songs that he wrote as Blink songs. Yeah, me of, too. You know? Yeah, so yeah, the more the better, I think. I don't know cool. if they're going to play because I don't know if they have been, but I would love if they played No Futures. Um, I that, think, that I is, I, I think that's the, the most, that's the most like Maddie Matt song. I feel like they were earlier, but maybe not. Yeah, it seems like they've kind of been changing it up a slight bit uh, for each date, or you know. I've really been I've been following because I kind of would be surprised, but yeah, I mean, well, I won't say any more then. But um, so it's uh it's it's a little I, bit I, of a mystery. <laughs> they're, they're they're not sticking to a uniform set list for the two. Well, it's funny out. that I like. I follow, you know, all those guys on Instagram and Snapchats and shit. Yeah. And I I never thought I'd get sick of um watching Travis's like Instagram or Snapchat videos as far as him like practicing or playing during the yeah. shows and stuff. At first I was like so like amazed, but it's like every day that's what you're seeing is on it ended up becoming a commentary on like the tour lifestyle right a little bit yeah like it's like this is amazing like you you watch the first video and it's like holy shit he's playing feeling this in front of thirty thousand people or he's playing and then like the the next day the sound check with like 10 people in front of it or something you're like whoa and then just cuts like the you know next day like oh my god he's playing feeling this in front of but then it's different songs and stuff but it's like i feel like i've heard like i and it's so cool to see it from the back back there but every day they're posting more, and you're right. It is probably a commentary of that because you're seeing other stuff too. You're seeing them on the bus, seeing backstage a little bit, yeah. Um, doing like their like fucking um, uh, like push up challenge and all this stuff. And you're right, like seeing it now. Like, I've liked the push up challenge. Stuff. Yeah. I, I haven't gotten tired of that. <laughs> but it's, it's I'm not necessarily tired of it. I just don't watch them like I was. Yeah, like, I'll just skip it. Yeah. But it was just a thing where I like every day I'll sit laying in bed just like whoa. Whoa. Next one. Yeah. Whoa. Next one. Yeah. And now I'm just kind of like, I don't mm. need to watch these over again. Right. And uh, it, it, they've had a long tour and it's been yeah. pretty grueling. So I'm yeah. guessing. I, my, my biggest, uh, you know, if we're going to talk about things we're kind of nervous about, um, I am, I'm hoping that the backing tracks aren't going to be a huge deal on songs like Bored to Death because that is something that in some of the live videos, you know, that has bothered me. Mm. Um, but, you know, that could be the, the, the way it's sounding on the video, you know, as opposed yeah, to... Yeah, like, I feel like the iPhone, like, picks up, like, treble, like, or, like, things like, is isn't get bass, so it's kind of like... Well, and it. usually the videos that have stuck out to me as, um, 
having too much backing tracks are the ones that are pro recorded, which mm. I'm assuming are getting them straight from the feed. Yeah. So maybe on the ground, they have it mixed to where those backing tracks are just in the background and they are more, cause that was, I think my problem with those, cause I'm not quite as anti backing tracks as you are. My big thing is like, if you're going to have them, just make them backing, you know, don't make them equal footing with the guys on stage, you know, which yeah. is what some of those videos I felt like were, you know, well, we'll see. Yeah. Well, what else uh, did we have planned for? Well, uh, so this this would be good. So one of the things that we're going to be doing at this show, yeah, and uh, if it, yeah, and the, this yeah. show, this show is going to be a fucking extravaganza. <laughs> I mean, you could say that this entire podcast is really. You, it, there's an argument to be made. This podcast has been leading up to the moment where we <laughs> see Blink with Skiva. I mean, this yeah, really, this whole thing really kind of started because uh, Blink got back with Skiva. Yeah, the first episode is called Skiva Awakens. The Skiva Awakens, yeah. Yeah, shit's been going down. The album dropped, and now they're coming to where we live, and they're yeah. going to play. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, we were trying to think of what we could do to just make this like a fun, yeah. uh, fun episode, and we had the idea to to basically go full this American life on this shit <laughs> or like where we put it. Um, if anybody listens to tell them Steve, Dave, this is the making hay episode. Of, yeah. This is the, or going to be like, no one's going to get that, but like one person is, and they're going to love yeah. that <laughs> reference. <laughs> this is our making. hay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was trying to go for the broad appeal of this American life. But, um, <laughs> well, what that means uh, for, the 90% of listeners who got neither of those references. <laughs> um, we're we're going to try and talk with some people at the show. Um, maybe get a couple, if, if we can, pre or post or on the spot, uh, quick interviews. and Yeah, and, just and, little like sound bites and stuff. And back home at the studio base, post show, talk about our experience, maybe talk over some of those interviews and comment on them. Um, and yeah. we, we have, a, we're not sure. I mean, this is what we want to do. Hopefully we get like enough that that makes a whole show was worth, but we'll yeah. see. I think, I think we'll be fine. Well, we do have at least one person <laughs> who, uh, who, who's a Portland resident and, uh, and in a great blink fan. I mean, this is, um, when I think of the beauty of blink fans, this is one of the people that comes to my mind mm. and, um, we're, we're definitely gonna be able to talk to her, okay. uh, at some point and, uh, who she, she'll be going to the show. And um, I uh, text her before we're doing this. Is like, so who is it, Michael? <laughs> it says woman Lisa. Uh, <laughs> so I, I asked her if um, she had any thoughts going into the show. You know, kind of mm-hmm. similar to us. Um, and uh, this is what she she texts me. I'll, I'll I'll just uh, read the text. I'm still blown away by the fact it's 2016. I work at an arcade, and I'm going to see Blink 182 <laughs> next week. I've waited about 14 years to see them. So honestly, I I don't think anything about the show could disappoint me. But I do have my fingers crossed for Dumpweed and Dysentery Gary. And I'll cry like the whole time. That's beautiful, man. (laughs) Yeah, so... uh, I I uh, hope that they play Dumpweed and Dysentery Gary. At least one of them for her. Yeah, one. I think they will play. They'll play one or the other. Maybe <laughs> both. I don't think it's unrealistic. To expect. Maybe both. I don't know if she knows this, but uh, Skiba has said Dysentery Gary is his favorite song to play by Blink. Mm-hmm. Um, a fun one to play on the guitar. It's a fun little lick. Yeah. Me me me. I was thinking. Oh, that's the intro. Yeah, I was doing the chorus. Yeah. Oh. 
<laughs> Life just sucked. Yeah, okay, yeah. All right. Yeah, that's been cool. It'd be cool. Yeah, that sweet little part in the middle. It's like, dude. It'd be cool to get, like, if we can, if we see her before, to get, like, a little, like, bite and then one after. Oh, well. that's a great idea. Yeah. So we at least got one interview locked down. We're going to try and. um Just, just like people around us. Like, we're going to try and get some spur of the moment interviews and um just maybe rec- some field recordings. Um, like I said, they'll be they'll be shorter, and the idea is that kind of we'll take them back into the studio and kind of comment <laughs> over them. Studio, <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see what happens with it, but that's kind of the goal is you know we'll talk to people around us and and if you're going to be at the show, get, send us an email. Yeah, us if know. anyone if anyone's listening is going to be there, please. And if you'd like to be interviewed, love we'd love to have you. Yeah, um, you know, just send us an email, uh, Twitter Ryan at Darth Ryan. Yeah, or one eighty two podcast at gmail is the 182 podcast at gmail.com <laughs> but uh i mean keeping with the theme i guess of people going to blink shows uh we did our first skype interview actually um man the digital age yeah right it's, it's uh we have uh, some longtime friends of mine um and i introduced them actually in the interview part but this is kind of the lead up because we recorded it already. But uh, <laughs> um, some friends of ours, uh, my friend Cody and Hallie, they actually just saw this week uh, Blink in Denver. They just played Denver, the uh, Mile High City. That's, that's Denver, right? That is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they just saw it. And they had, uh, basically, they texted me. After, they were, like, excited about going on the show. They asked if, like, they wanted me to uh, to FaceTime me any songs or anything like that. I'm like, no, I'm going to see them. And uh, they texted me the next day, and they were actually slightly disappointed with the show. Yeah, and we and so I told them it's like save it, and we'll talk to you on the show. Yeah, because <laughs> I wanted. Uh, yeah, we need to get like we can't just be sucking Blink's dick off all the time. On no, these, I mean this shows. is this is this isn't a a show to just unequivocally say everything great about Blink. It's yeah. just a show to talk about Blink. So we had a little Skype call with them, and uh, yeah, we ended up being we we're. It was, you know, set a goal to do like 10 minutes, but we ended up going like half an hour or something like that. So yeah. it's going to be the bulk of this episode probably. Yeah. The but it, it was pretty funny. And, and, uh, just a little background, um, Cody, uh, Cody was, uh, my first roommate and, uh, there's a little, like a revelation in the middle of the interview that I totally there is, forgot there's, about. There is a really good moment that has nothing to bling with too, but it's one of the better episodes that's been on the show so yeah. far. <laughs> <laughs> well, which part? I, I'm talking about the one that was with Blink, but maybe you're okay. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, it, it 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 starts off to with Blink, yeah. but it's more about <laughs> you know your lifestyle at the time. <laughs> but uh, it's a little peek into Ryan's life around circa 2009. <laughs> yeah, but it was uh, it was ended up being really great, and um, we hope you enjoy uh, Hallie and Cody. Roll the tape, Michael, or should we just like make it look like that? Like. Like, let's call them right now. And oh, just yeah. I got erase the, what, all that stuff. Or, hold on. I got them. They're dialing in right now. Is there? Oh, yeah. So joining us on uh, the podcast today is a little something different is um, our first official Skype call. And this is coming from Denver, Colorado. Oh, this is like a hipster uh, inception we got going on. We got Denver straight to Portland. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. And it, <laughs> and who we have today is uh, some old, really good friends of mine. Uh, my old, my first roommate, actually. Uh, we have Cody Bell and Hallie Bell. Do you, you go by the last name Bell? You had that, right, Hallie? Because you guys yeah. are married. It was a tiebreaker. He wouldn't marry me unless I took that. So 
Here I am. I like the way you, I like the way you said that, Ryan. Like you took his name, right? <laughs> well, I still see your Lila. I have you. I have both your names in my phone, just so you can know that type of thing. So there's a hyphenation going on. <laughs> but yeah, so there. Uh, Cody and Hallie are originally from Arizona. Um, we were, uh, you know, moved in the same groups. Didn't go to the same high school, but we lived together um, after high school, and. Uh, and they now live in Denver, and they actually recently went to the Blink-182 show in Denver this week. And so we were just going to ask, you know, how they thought of the show. Well, this was precipitated by uh, a text I got from Ryan earlier today that was like, uh, Haley and Cody were Hallie. disappointed. Hallie. <laughs> oh, my God. I was, like, trying to think which one it was. <laughs> And I'm sorry. I'm really bad. I'll edit that out. You're going to have to change your name to Haley. (laughs) They can't edit that. You can't fix that in post. (laughs) It's just going to be replaced with like, uh, yeah, so uh, Ryan texted me and said that Cody and Hallie. uh, (laughs) Anyway, said you you were disappointed by the show. And I was like, oh, man, what? And Ryan was like, yeah, we should probably talk to them. And um, so spoiling the well, yeah, okay. I'm trying to not totally spoil it, maybe (laughs) foreshadow. But before we get into the show, I I wanted to ask, what have been because you guys are Blink fans, you know, what is sort of like, you know, just very briefly, what's your background with Blink, and how do you feel about you know the the Blink 2.0 or 3.0 of Blink with Skiba? Okay, so I guess I'll start. My first concert was actually Blink-182 in Phoenix, Arizona at the Veterans Memorial Coliseum. Shit. It was like right around 9-11. I think it was supposed to be on like 9-12, and then it was pushed because of the terrorist attacks or something like that. I was going. I was playing soccer at that point. I remember people coming talking about that show at my soccer practice. Yeah, so that was a really good show. Um, Did they say anything about 9-11 during the show? Uh, yeah, Sum 41 was supposed to play. And they couldn't come for some reason because they were like in Canada Airplane or something like or, that, yeah. and they couldn't get cro- across the border. Shit. I don't know. So they mentioned it. They're like, "Oh, sorry, our, fr- our friends from Sum Forty One couldn't play today." But uh, yeah, well, uh, like yeah. So like you guys, you've been basically grew up around the same area, kind of had you know we definitely had similar tastes in music, you know, growing up and everything like that, and. And uh, you, you say you still listen to Blink, you know, today? Like, and did you listen to California, and did you get into that at all? Yeah, uh, I liked it. There's a couple songs I didn't like, and a couple songs I liked a lot more. I think that it's a really, like, dynamic album. There's a lot of different songs on it, uh, which is kind of not like some of the older Blink albums, in my opinion. One thing, though, uh, like, like uh, at the show, the one thing that we noticed, uh, I don't know if you want me to dive into this right away, but the, the oh, newer whatever. songs, like from California, were totally mixed different on stage. Like as soon as a California song came on, it was like massive reverb, massive effects on the vocals, guitars totally sounded different. It was like a whole different show when a California song came on. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. So was was that uh, good or was it bad? Well, I mean, did you, is that the point that the part that you kind of didn't dig that much? I just didn't. I just didn't dig how different it was. I guess I. I, I don't know. I'm a creature of habit. I don't like change. <laughs> I like Matt. I like Matt, and I think he sings really well. But it, it. It just was. 
it was really weird hearing them go back and forth between like new and old songs. So they would play like, you know, damn it or something like that. And it just sounded awesome with Matt on it. And, you know, he's singing the vocals awesome. And then they go to a song from California and it just sounds so weird. It sounds so poppy and like, wow. like fallout boy, like just Shit. not blink One Eighty Two like raw, and, you know? And is that, is that something that you think is due to the nature? Cause there were, there were, you were saying that there's some songs you don't like in California. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's nature of the songs or do you think it's um, how they were performing them? I think that they're trying to perform them the way they're recorded versus I, I feel like you'd go to a Blink show before and you would hear Damn It and, you know, or uh, all the small things and you'd have, you know, Tom singing along on the album and it sounds like, you know, Backstreet Boys, like all in tune and perfect. But then when he's singing (laughs) up stage, it's like he's he's like purposely trying to just sing off key and be like, fuck you, I'm Tom DeLonge. I can sing whatever key I want right now. You know, it's just it it was just different. I see Hallie's Spotify recently played all the time, and uh, it's a wide range. I'm glad we each other on that. It's it's mutual. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and you like you know you definitely have like your know, your Green Days and your Blink One Eight Twos, and then you get into Britney Spears every once in a while, <laughs> all kinds of shit. As one does. <laughs> you know me so well, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> but no like so like let's get a little bit of like your kind of take on blink and if because i know you like matt skiba right like you're kind of a big fan of alkaline trio as well right yeah you know the weird thing is i really didn't listen to alkaline that much when i was in high school and stuff i kind of knew of them and they toured with newfound glory a lot which is my favorite band in the whole world so i mean i'm familiar with them i know them but it's not like i was a diehard fan you know, and it was weird because I was actually, you know, we have a friend here that was like, oh, I'd never go to the Blink show because they're not really Blink with Matt. And I was like, no, they totally are. I was like, you can't hate them. Like, I definitely am going to go to the show because I really, I still think they're Blink, even though they have Matt. And I think they had a really good thing going on. But it was weird at the show. I mean, I'll, I'll end it at that. <laughs> wow. can, can I ask, you guys are can I ask Callie why? Because I agree that uh, it is still Blink with Matt. And I want to know, why do you think, why do you think it is still Blink with Matt? <laughs> why like why like, are you why are you why do you feel that way? I mean I agree with you. I'm just curious why why you feel that way. I don't really to be honest, I can't really put any words or feelings behind it. I just do. I feel like that's still blink. I mean, even this new album with California, as Cody said, it is different, but I still feel like there's a lot of that blink history and just who blink is that comes out in that album. I mean it's still for- Travis, it's still Mark. Yeah. For for me and and maybe this is this is how you feel too a little bit is I not to sound like too much of like a stoner but I think Blink is a state of mind you know and uh, <laughs> I think as long as Matt is in there goofing around and he's in Snapchats with Mark and surrounded by inflatable sex dolls then he's still that's still Blink. Cody pinched the inflatable doll's nipple yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you guys had like. Pit seat uh, seats, tick- tickets, and everything like that. Because you asked me before your sh- the show, you're like, "What seats do you have?" I'm like, "We have old man seats." <laughs> and because uh, like, so, we're going, I mean, yeah, we're going in a week. But um, so yeah, like, we'll get into the concert a little bit. Because I mean, when's the last time you guys seen Blink in live? Like, do you remember the last time? I think we we have had to have gone Long to a time. Blink show before together, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember like, it was outdoors. It was with you. You were there. <laughs> And <laughs> it was probably like Ak-Chin Pavilion or whatever. They used to call it Cricket Pavilion probably at the time. Well, there was that. Like, we did, but no, I think we went uh, Tempe. to the Tempe, Tempe Beach Park and saw yes. them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did see them there. That was after yeah. they got back together. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that was the, one of the first shows they had in Phoenix when they got back together. I, I just remember day. sitting in the apartment playing World of Warcraft and hearing you scream and just say, Oh my god! Oh, yeah! Blink's getting back it. together! You'll never fucking believe it! <laughs> you guys were there! Yeah. I, why didn't I even think of this? God, what I would give to just see the, the raw footage of like your guys' apartment playing WoW and then just, Blink is back together! <laughs> The funny thing is, is I was playing WoW when Blink broke up, and then when they got back together. <laughs> is that a, is that a statement on uh, like a crazy coincidence, or just like a statement of like how much you were playing WoW? It, it was like it was like the world stood still when Blink was gone. <laughs> Ryan was just still in the same grinding session. The only thing that changed was maybe like. Four pant sizes and sixty pounds. Yeah, it's totally. It's like the shot. The shot of. It's like the shot in the movie where you see the like the Bojack shot, right? Where he's just still and the world is changing around him. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. him on the computer terminal is like blink breaks up blink back together. It's, that's crazy. I didn't think about that. I remember. Yeah, I was in that apartment and I can't believe that we were playing WoW. I'm glad that you brought that up because that is a definitely a big thing. And you're the one that was there. That's awesome. Cody, have you got the new expansion? <laughs> Here's the thing. I just really <laughs> wanted to be good at WoW and I was terrible. And, and then I saw Ryan and all of his friends were so good at WoW. I'm like, maybe I can latch onto this a little bit. Maybe they can level me up quickly. And it just never happened. So <laughs> I, I, was, I, was, I wasn't a good friend on WoW, I don't think. It was no. literally my experience with League of Legends. <laughs> I had the same experience. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this should yeah. be fun. I think I, had the, the I, think I played League like, of Legends no. once. What was that? I'm sorry. I over, talked over you. Oh, no. Just, yeah. Like, it was like, oh, this will be fun. And then just like you get on, everyone's like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I played Lo- uh, LOL with Ryan like one time and he was like, what the hell is this guy doing? <laughs> There's not I'm enough sorry, buttons to match in that game. <laughs> I'm I'm really not great uh, with friends in video games. It's a it's a kind of a bad thing. Like that's why I've kind of stopped playing a lot of games like that. Well, you know what is great? Blink One Eight Two. So yeah, uh, sorry. <laughs> well, so we should just go ahead and dive into. So I think we we kind of got an idea of, of both of your all's backgrounds. Um, what what um what did you feel going into the show, and what was sort of the moment that you were like, ah, this isn't. What was the first thing that was like? You know, ah. <laughs> it's a great interview question. Yeah. Okay, well, so. What about this? What about this? Um, you guys said, I asked uh, if you had seen any videos of them playing before the show. Like, if you watched any videos of Matt playing with Blink. And you guys said you sound like you didn't. So you kind of went in cold, right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to spoil it. And I was afraid of going in with, like, high expectations and being disappointed. <laughs> and quite the opposite happened, I guess. Disappointed with no expectations. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Well, yeah. Was, yeah. So, what was it like that kind of like other than? And I can totally see what you mean. Is that's one of my big complaints about the seeing them live is uh, or lately like watching videos is like the backing tracks and stuff like that. And, yeah. and I want to ask: Is that what you meant when you said the the stuff new was different? Was it that there was a lot of backing tracks, or was it just that the it sounded like it was a different mix? Totally different mix. Like somebody hit a button and auto tune came on. I hate to say that, but it happened, <laughs> and I, everything had compression on it and tons of reverb. It was just really weird. I don't know how to describe it. I, I, let me answer your old, your last question, though. You asked what the moment was that I was a little disappointed. It was actually before Blink even came right. on. Oh, no. Yeah. It was uh, a, uh, a, day a Day to, to remember. remember was playing, and uh, they actually called Travis Barker out uh, onto the stage 
to uh, play some hardcore song. He was going to drum for it. And the fucking PA system cut out. And they had no idea. I have a video of it. They were playing. Oh, they didn't realize the PA They didn't out? know. So all you hear oh, in the whole that's, stadium that's is everyone booing. And all oh, you hear wow. is the drums, the acoustic drums echoing through here. And then you got all these guys dancing on stage, like, listening in their head. <laughs> and you couldn't hear anything. Oh, my Crazy. God. That's Which, a, that's a That's a pretty big... It's hard to come back from that. Well, and show. what what it, what it comes down to is they had all these big fake amps up on the stage, and Blink used the same thing. There was no amps anywhere. Everyone was playing directly into the PA, which is something that's totally weird, right? You don't have six Mesa boogie stacks from Tom DeLonge's guitar just like cutting through your ears. You know what I mean? Wow, that's that's interesting. I, well, I wonder too if they're. They could be miking straight to the PA. They could also be having it just in the back, like this whole separate thing yeah. set up. Uh, but yeah, that's is, like, doesn't it? Is, aren't the the amps like behind those cool uh, LED screens they have set up or something? So so a day to remember had like you know these huge like what was it like nine by nine you know cabinets on each side of the drummer. And when Blink came on, they took those away and they just put up these little LED panels next to Tom. But I mean, you could see clear to the back. There was, there was no real equipment. Really? Yeah. You said next to Tom. He's not there. I'm sorry. I said next to Tom. (laughs) Uh, You can get the fuck out of our show, right? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Uh, So, okay. So the PA cuts out, and that's like a whole like weird thing. When Blink comes on, um, how was their like opening? When they first showed up, are you are you back in the moment? And like, yeah, or is it just like, Ugh. yeah, I was. And so, am, do you want me to go into a lot of detail? Does this like ruin it for your fans or something like that? Or I don't know. It's interesting. I think people. Yeah, like no, it. no. I, the you know the specificity is the soul of wit. Okay. <laughs> So the first time I saw Blink, what? they came out to the, the Space Odyssey thing, the dun-dun-dun. They went through it a couple times, you know? Curtain drop, and then the big fuck lit up on fire, yeah. right? <laughs> and so this, when it came out this time, uh, what happened? They, a curtain just dropped all of a sudden. They were already playing, but it was... Yeah, they started playing. There was a black curtain. Curtain drops, and then the... The F U C K lights up on fire, and I was just like, "Yes, that pretty dope." <laughs> That's uh, awesome. Yeah. So yeah. intro was definitely one of the one of the better intros I've seen. And uh, they started. What song do they open with? I don't even remember. Usually, it's feeling this. Was it feeling this? No. 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 Yeah. Was it Was it cynical off California? No, I think it was feeling this. I'd have to go back and remember. I, I'd have to look at the video. <laughs> I mean that's their standard. Uh, yeah, that's, that was one of our things too. Is I wish they would change up the set list a little bit, but what are you gonna do? So let's get into that real quick. Um, maybe throw over, over uh, you know, Tever. What did you think of the set list in general? Like, did you did you like it? Did you feel like it was more than just a greatest hits, or was it a greatest hits? But that was cool, or it was a little bit of a mix of both. But they had a lot of greatest hits. I feel like I uh, don't think there was a song that. I missed during the show, but I don't even know what song it was. And I know I sound like the most terrible person ever, but they played one. And I was like, I have no idea what the hell this is. I thought it was an alkaline song. Cody's like, no, it's definitely not. <laughs> but I don't even know what that is. 
Well, Cody was saying that the newer stuff was really jarring for him. Is that the same thing? I mean, is that the was that basically the main thing that was a bummer for you, or was there something we haven't gotten to yet? No, see, I'm not as technical. He understands all that kind of shit. I am not that deep at all. I'm just like, oh, what makes me happy? And that's kind of what I go to shows for. So I felt like there was just some kind of... Ex- Did you just inadvertently call me a cynical <laughs> asshole? No. <laughs> I think you did. But anyways, I go to shows because I want to be excited and I want to be happy. And it, I don't know. There was just something that was missing. And it was weird because I start playing songs. You're like, oh, hell yeah. Like, I know this song this is really exciting. But there was just something that it was lacking. And I don't, I don't know how to explain it. It was just really weird. Which so, the strange like thing, too, because A Day to Remember played right before that. And <laughs> I'm not even like the huge A Day to Remember fan. But I feel like I had more fun watching them than I did Blink. And I felt like there was more cool shit that they did than Blink. <laughs> Wow. What do you mean by like cool shit? So I, anytime that they do something, I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like anytime <laughs> I get excited, <laughs> that like makes me really, really happy. So for example, a day to remember, he got in like one of those big ass hamster balls. They blew it up on stage and then he walked on top of all of the people. In the crowd, yeah. Uh, that That's pretty cool. Right? And so I was like, oh, this is pretty badass. And, and then, they, were, they were throwing toilet paper everywhere. That yeah. was cool. So cool. That was just kind of fun. You know, you gotta, you gotta like pick up the toilet paper and throw it. I don't know. Hundreds of beach balls and... Yeah. I don't know. Well, Blink had sex dolls. That was it. That was like it, though. (laughs) Yeah. They had fireworks. The action wasn't cool. This is the same old thing here, man. (laughs) And it's like they had fireworks that went off randomly during songs. And like one time, it like scared the shit out of Cody and I were like, what the fuck? Like we did not expect that. (laughs) Maybe it just wasn't like a normally coordinated show. Because they had issues with the PA and then they, they did have issues with the... They had fireworks go off like in the middle of a bridge one time. I, like it wasn't. Are you to... sure that? Are you sure that the fireworks were coming from this show and not just an adjacent fireworks show? It could have been, and they just no, creeped into there. the Pepsi Center somehow. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so to, to kind of wrapping this up, were there any? I know we've we've kind of seemed negative. Is that your overall impression, or w- was this a little more positive, or was there some cool things that we haven't talked about? It was just cool seeing Blink again. And for that, I think it was worth going to, for sure. Uh, okay, so th- this is still like, even though we focus on the negative things, you still didn't come away from this like, oh, God. Like you, you I don't regret kind of going like, at all. I'm, okay, cool. I just, That's good. Th- I just, my only point was that it felt like there was something missing. The new songs sound totally different on stage than they do, uh, you know, compared to the old songs. And uh, I just feel like it could have been a little bit better, but. Yeah, do you um do you think that just it's Tom that was missing or do you yes. think that and that's it? That's really? what I think. So, but that's what I was trying to get at when I was telling Mike earlier that I was always saying Blink-182 is still Blink-182 even with Matt. After the show, I was thinking this is a new band. Because it's weird. And also, to Mark Hoppus, he's like 44 now, right? So he's up there, and he's like, he knows that people are coming. They're like, oh, they love dick jokes. And so it's like he's still trying to be that guy, and he's trying to fill that void. But it is only him. Travis obviously doesn't have a mic, so Travis doesn't say shit. And then it's like the only time that Matt said something is when Mark Hoppus asked him, he's like, you smoke weed, right? Or he mentioned something about weed. That was the other thing. They start talking about uh, Denver, and he's like, this altitude, he's like, oh, this altitude doesn't even affect me. He's like, you get drunk twice as fast, but, uh, you know, he's like, in Denver, you got all these pot dispensaries. I'm going to call the feds on you. 
And I'm like, that's a risky move, dude. You realize everyone in here is high right now. <laughs> and so he was like, don't don't smoke pot, you know. It's, and he's like, I don't care. You can boo me. I didn't do it. It was really weird. And then Skiba just kept pointing. He's like, this is what happens when you smoke pot. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm sure he was being sarcastic because I'm pretty sure he's talked about smoking pot before. Yeah, it was weird. It was just it was. a weird thing to bring up that way. Yeah, that is funny. Well, I, I wonder if he's going to... Oh, I'm glad you said that because let's test the metal of Mark's comedic skills because he's coming to Portland and let's see if he just reuses the same exact joke. For oh, my God. Weed in Portland. I bet he does. Or maybe maybe he uses a different joke. We'll see. I wouldn't I wouldn't blame him. You know, he's, the guy's not a comedian. So, like, it's not they up They were to, kind of comedic, though. You know? they, they are, but, yeah. like, they were. I wouldn't... I, but... He, even a comedian uses the same joke from city to city. So I, I wouldn't be upset if he did, but uh, that would be kind of funny if he just says the same thing. <laughs> but I think they were I so know, funny everyone's before. Everyone's going to be high at this show too. So. Yeah. Well, no, I think they were so funny before because Mark and Tom actually fed off of each other. And this is literally just Tom trying to be funny. And it's awkward because he's old now. <laughs> uh, Mark. Mark trying to be funny. And <laughs> old people can still be funny, I think. Uh, no, but um, I, I guess the only thing I want to ask is, have you seen... Because... There's part of me that that kind of understands where you're coming from. Like Mark is not, or Matt is not. Um, definitely, he's funny and he's a goofy guy, but he's not like Tom. Um, but I don't think them post reunion really had that dynamic. I saw I saw them on the Honda Civic tour, and there was a little bit of back and forth. But I felt the same way you did, Cody, that it was mostly Mark then. So I, yeah. I kind of I kind of see where they're at right now is an improvement over the reunion, but maybe still not back to pre hiatus um, territory. So I guess I'm, I just want to ask, have you guys seen them during the reunion? And yeah, well, he said that he saw them in 2001 and then we saw them together in Tempe when they first reunited. Okay. So So was that the only reunion show you saw? Uh, I think it was the reunion. Yeah. Now your fans are probably going to hate me and think that, you know, I've only been to two blink shows and now I'm, you know, being an uh, asshole here, but I, I, I've been to other shows. I, to be clear, I've been <laughs> to funny. more Blink shows than that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was kind of my opinion of the reunion too. Just like you said, it was it was mostly uh, Mark, and then Tom was sort of phoned in. So I guess that's that's probably pretty that's, accurate. It's pretty interesting. I mean, because because Cody, I mean, like you, you're talking a lot about the technical and hearing the mix difference because you play music and know a lot about this type of stuff and. It's in, and so I can totally see that. Like that's one of my biggest complaints about playing these new songs is like they should be trying to make them sound, um, you know, to be able to play them without having all that stuff. You know, they should just dump, you know, simple them up the the new songs and not need all that extra uh, bells and whistles. You know, like the the reverbs and the the whatnots. Um, the whatnots. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess that's the point I'm really trying to make. Is to me, Blink One Eighty Two is a, like a raw three piece kind of pop punk band and now it's not really that Mm -mm. it's still a three piece but you know they have six or seven pieces of you know instruments on their their tracks and layers and layers of vocals and yeah yeah i'm trying to wonder who that i mean that's a choice they made and i'm wondering why they made that choice and who that choice is for you know i don't know it kind of goes back to i didn't really answer your set list question it felt programmed it almost felt like it was done by a market research group, to be honest. They opened up with really? one of their bigger, newer hits, Feeling This, right? And then, that was confirmed by the they, internet. They didn't play, uh, you know, they sort of went back and forth. They'll play two old ones and a new one, two old ones and a new one, two 
the old ones and the new one. And then they go back and they, they you know, do the whole encore thing. When they come back, they play Carousel, Damn It, all the small things, and they're done. Yeah. Well, that's kind of seems similar to what they've been doing. Yeah. Too. But, but I think that's like a fair criticism, though, for something that I think it's a problem they've had for a while is a problem with dynamic set lists, you know, That's I'm hoping true. I'm, I feel like though, part of me feels like they've been for so long stuck in this state of like, they've been frozen, you know, they've just been like back and then we're doing the reunion tour. Now we're doing the, we're maybe doing a new album tour and now we're doing the, we're back with another guy tour and all of those, I see why they want to do the greatest hits. But I'm hoping with, after this one, when it's just we're a functioning band now on our next album, they change it up a bit, you know. Like Cody, you should go back on YouTube and watch uh, videos from like 2003, 2004. Blink, mm. like especially like there's one video from them playing in Japan, and the it's rock show. they're playing rock show oh and something else Probably and the best performance ever. And they're playing it so fast, but it doesn't feel like sloppy in oh, a way. Wow. And, it feels unhinged. And hinged, and it feels like you watch that, and you're like, "This looks like an old video from like a really good band in the '80s or something." It like sounds that. like and feels like because because Mark is rocking that crazy hair. Like if someone went back in time and just gave the Cure a bunch of meth. <laughs> and, but, and you're seeing like if they would have kept going from there they would be this just like musically so amazing pitchfork would be giving them an album of the year yeah <laughs> so you should watch those again and it'll make you be like oh you're, you're right and it's it's disappointing that they have had so many start and stops and i think that's probably why they have a show like this but yeah. and i will say though back to and maybe to kind of wrap it up and back to uh hallie's point about blink being blink still i think as long as you got inflatable sex dolls in the crowd you got the spirit of blink at least somewhat that candle is still however dim it may be the candle is burning (laughs) the sex doll well i know we've gone a little longer than we expected but do you guys have any like last uh some things you want to say i got two and i'm sure you can cut out whatever here (laughs) is this your racist rant no (laughs) (laughs) build that wall (laughs) uh uh please cut that um let's see here what was i gonna say oh so ryan yeah you remember all the blink shows one of the highlights uh, I think of the show is Travis's solo. Do you remember all the yeah. crazy stuff he would do? The first time yeah. I saw him, he did like the, the the Tommy Lee thing where he rotated in the air upside down while playing a drum solo for like ten minutes. I, th- I remember seeing him one time at uh, at a like an outdoor venue where he was playing on stage. He went under the stage and then all of a sudden he popped up at the back of the auditorium in the same. Oh, drum I remember kit. that. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was always like a huge spectacle. That was the No Doubt show and uh, yeah, yeah, Blink. yeah, No Doubt there. and Blink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they they even did a pretty good one uh, at the reunion show. I think maybe maybe nothing crazy happened with the stage, but he played a really long, drawn out drum solo. It was like thirty seconds this time. Wow. Yeah, I felt disappointed in that. Huh. And that, I mean, that's something that has nothing to do with Skiba or, yeah, you know. Huh. Eva. I'm surprised why. I mean, I wonder why. Anyway. Also, I used to think that Mark was really attractive, and now Matt is much cuter. So, <laughs> I'll put that I out think there. They're, they're all good looking, so. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, but uh, that's an interesting point. I'm glad you got the foot. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, Tom is still, I mean, he's still attractive as well, but. Have you seen his eyebrows though? <laughs> like they're kind of disappearing as he's aging. Now, now that's all I'm going to look at next time he comes up on my yeah. Instagram feed. So it's a little weird. What do you, what do you think of? Have you follow Tom and see all the shit he posts? What do you guys? What are your thoughts on Tom? Oh, yeah, let's do a little mini. What's up with Tom for you guys? Have you? <laughs> I don't know. I just knew that guy was crazy, and he wanted to make like alien documentaries or something. The last time I heard. Yeah. Right? So he doesn't have Instagram because he's literally 85. But <laughs> uh, no, I still follow oh, Tom Cody, on Instagram, and he is. Yeah, he's yeah, weird. Yeah, not as hell. me. Not to, yeah. I don't do that. I don't do Instagram. Oh, but he lies. He secretly, yeah, he has one, and he just follows all the the sleuths from his Facebook. It got messed up somehow. I clicked some hearts somewhere. Somehow, and it's just like half naked girls on Instagram. All the sleuths. suicide girls. Yeah, it's so weird. He has no idea how they got there. We follow local strippers on uh, on Instagram. That's taking it to a whole other level. Local? <laughs> I mean, that, you have a chance to run into them. What? That was the most Portland thing you've said since you moved here, Ryan. <laughs> I, I support local strippers. Well, she's really an artisanal stripper. Like, locally sourced. Oh, my God. Would you please oh, tag I'm me? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Exotic dancer. I'll tag you in the next <laughs> one. I'll, I'll find one. You're going to love it. It's great. Okay. Yeah, because I feel like I, I really want to know what a stripper that's still hipster is like. I really want to know what kind of life she lives. Oh, I'll come to Portland. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I know I keep saying like to wrap it up, uh, but I, I do want to ask, what do you want to see going forward from Blink? Like, what do you want in their next album? What do you want in their next tour uh, for you to, what's the best way this can go forward, do you think? Want to go first? I'll go first. <laughs> <laughs> they, to me, it's a perfect match. They just need to not try so hard for it to be like a polished like self-titled type album and just let it be uh you know damn it or carousel or you know kind of grungy and 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 not yeah. so polished you know i agree and if they do that and they take away all the the layered vocals and stuff and go even if you listen to alkaline trio i mean they don't have those kinds of effects on that crap it's it's just kind of raw you got guitars and drums and and you got raw vocals so That's more more do. cynical less sober He's talking about the songs. Yeah, the song cynical. Oh, (laughs) I'm thinking, no, they need to get drunk. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, because sober is like a, like we've said, it's like a country song kind of thing. Well, their their intention with that was we're going to write a 2016 Blinks, you know, Blink pop song. And I think it's, whether good or bad, I think it's the poppiest song on the record. Um, But anyway, yeah. yeah. What about you, Hallie? Anything? Uh, no, but I think the same things as Cody. I like going to a show and having that raw music. Just like I'm really into punk as of late as well. So anytime that I can have just like that really fun atmosphere. Wow! Wow! Uh, what what an interview! That was great. Uh, thank you so much, Cody and Hallie. <laughs> and I'm really sorry, Hallie, that I kept getting your name wrong. <laughs> it's I like spelled you know, Hal. I like Haley. actually know you, so it's like pretty bad. I kept getting <laughs> in their house, haven't you? Like they, when they were in Phoenix. I yeah, think. but it's been a minute. In yeah. my defense, <laughs> I've seen her name written out a lot and have not said it out loud too often. Uh, so <laughs> I think I had the same problem as least like maybe like the first like year that I like be- was became really good friends with them. Yeah, I think. was like seeing it written out like on like AOL it's the messenger or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And like thinking Hallie, Hallie or Haley, Haley, Haley. And then like, Oh, Hallie. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta remember it. Cause it's H A L and then the rest of her name. I gotta remember H A L like Hal, the robot 2001. Yeah. Hal. E. 
so speaking of 2001, let's oh. go ahead and get up into that spaceship and uh, check up what's up with Tom. Great segue. Used to play guitar and sing for Blink-182, but he wanted to move on and do something new. Now he's writing books about a government conspiracy, questioning the notions about our reality. We just want to know what's up with Tom. So, Ryan, uh, you had something before we started that you said you wanted to bring up oh, for yeah. What's Up With Tom that um, you said you were sure. We, you didn't even want to say what it was. You were just you were just sure, like, you don't know what it is. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh, yeah, so like I was listening to um um some of Kevin Smith's many podcasts. Actually recently what it was was um I didn't know you still listen to those besides TSD. Um a couple. Everyone I, I dive into them every once in a while when I have something else to listen to. Nice. But I was listening to uh Kevin Smith's recent smodcast and it wasn't him and his usual Scott Mosier. It was actually he sat in for it's not Opie and Anthony anymore, but like Op- Opie and Jimmy or something. You know, they're like famous. The K-Rock uh, guys? It's, they're on Sirius XM, whatever their Sirius oh, XM okay. show is. He was sitting in with them with, uh, and his co-host was, um, uh, I forget this fucking name, um, Andy McElfrich, which is who's host on Edumacation. Okay. So this is getting a little convoluted. But they had also on the show, uh, Greg Gunberg. Greg Gunberg. Grunberg. And if you don't know who Greg Grunberg is, he is um, Kevin Smith's now a co-host on Geeking Out, which is a show on AMC, and it's kind of like a show. It's a TV podcast. show, okay. yeah. And Greg Gunberg, Grunberg was um, the pilot in Lost. He was also he's like JJ. This Abrams. is the cutest fucking route. Yeah, it's gonna get somewhere. <laughs> so Greg, the Greg pilot. So Grunberg. he was the pilot on the pilot for Lost. Yes, he was the pilot. He's also he, he, he was, piloted the plane that crashed on the island. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, he's on that. He's an actor of Lost. Yeah. Okay. He's also JJ Abrams' like best friend. So oh, he's okay. in. Um, he's in Star Trek, the recent one. Okay. Beyond. He's also in Force Awakens. He's a pilot in that as well. Oh, yeah. He's been in a lot of yeah. stuff. He's he was in Felicity. He's, he's an actor that's kind of popped up in tons of shit. Character actor, JJ Abrams' friend. Yeah. <laughs> Long story short. Anyway, um, he talked about how he's uh with his um uh, inspiration from his son, he wrote a graphic novel series that's on currently on Scholastic. Like you can buy it from the Scholastic oh, catalog. Wow. Like the old Scholastic book fair yeah, type yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah. He talked about that and how it's also everywhere. It's like in Barnes and Noble, it's everywhere. Yeah. And this is a um, it's it's a graphic novel strictly for kids. Like it's like a okay. kids graphic novel, and uh, this is the name of the graphic novel, called Dream Jumper. Holy shit! And uh, it's about a kid that can jump into other kids' dreams, like a superhero kind of thing. And, oh my uh, god! <laughs> Greg Gunberg says bah, that bah, <laughs> he has. Uh, they just finished the second book. They're doing trying to do 10 and he's in talks with like movie deals for it and stuff like that. And, uh, I'm, I'm, I looked it up and this was actually after Dreamwalker, but it sounds so this, exactly this the same. The thing. poet Anderson. It sounds exactly like it. Like, I didn't, and I'll look wow. at the, the covers and stuff. And it's a lot more kid, like scholastic friendly, yeah. kind of thing. but, uh, it's the Dreamwalker. It's Do you exactly think this it. is a, um, is this an Armageddon Deep Impact scenario where it's innocent, or do you think this is a more malicious I think Melania it's more Trump, innocent. Michelle Obama speech? It's so. more innocent, especially with who Greg Grunberg is and stuff. And he's like, oh, my kid had this dream, and 
and like like told me about it and he had a plausible reason for why the dream angle yeah and it sounds like it's like doing really well like it's in all the stores yeah it's uh he says that he's like working on a movie thing with it right now yeah um and i was like oh my god i couldn't believe what he was saying that's crazy isn't that crazy do you think tom has oh, tom's got to have heard about this i don't do you, know how do you think he feels about it it's the same thing it's definitely someone's more, told him someone someone maybe yeah. someone he had to have someone in his life who just like Holy shit! Did you hear the fucking Kevin Smith? So, like, Kevin. so the guy, he, he was a pilot on Lost. Uh, the pilot, not the, the pilot of the pilot. J.J. <laughs> Abrams' best friend. <laughs> this conversation definitely happened with Tom. Someone told him this. Uh, wow, I would if I were Tom, I'd feel. Does, I wouldn't feel. Um, it, it, uh, it looks like this book came out this past year. There's definitely. It's around the same time, you know. There's but, a. It could go either way, you know. I mean, I feel like this could be a case of him ripping it off, or it could it could I, easily I be a case of him. I doubt that that guy like, saw anything about the Dreamwalker. Yeah, I doubt that Greg Grunberg. Yeah, that's the thing is, it's not. That. It's so uh, small that it probably didn't get out that far. Not at all, and it looks totally especially because he's not that age that it would have been targeting in the first place. Yeah, he's targeting like young kids, and the whole idea is that, um, uh, and people and a lot of uh, I've actually read this in a couple things, um. That a lot of kids are starting reading like graphic novels first. Like that's like the big thing they're pushing lately is like kids like uh, like putting um, graphic novels in libraries and stuff like that because mm. kids seem like they're like in- getting into so, yeah it's exciting reading yeah. more faster go through going through that yeah so that's the idea of his whole like ed- not educational books but they're are graphic just- novels just what we call comics to make ourselves feel better about reading them uh yeah. Yeah. But like usually they're thicker than a comic. A comic is the two dollar issue that's uh, twenty pages. You know what? I think we should just call them comics, call them for what they were, and just recognize that comics can be great. Well, a comic have... is a graphic novel. Well, I don't know. It's not a novel. Uh, what do you call a novel? You wouldn't call like a um, a short story a novel, you know? Right? No, and that's what most graphic novels are, short stories that are illustrated. I mean, I get that graphic novel works as a term, but I just think that uh, it's a uh, bullshit distinction that's like graphic novels have merit and comics don't, and I think we should just recognize that comics are just like well, any other thing and they can be shitty or good. Well, here's the thing. is like usually a trade paperback is what you'd call mm-hmm. like when... Uh, that's the single issue. Like the, right? The trade paperback? A trade paperback, no, is going to be like when they take like the 10 issues and put them into oh, like a okay. soft cover uh, novel. Yeah. Like graphic, it, it becomes like, I recently bought saga and it's not saga number one. And it's like 10 issue. It's basically like 10 issues of the comic put into one book and right. it makes it a graphic novel. Basically. Gotcha. Cause it's yeah. now a novel, I guess. Yeah. Okay. This is <laughs> way off the subject, but <laughs> perfectly on subject. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I just, I, I heard that today listening to the recent Smodcast and it was just like, poof, yeah, that's crazy. Show. Well, we'll have to be following that development, see if there's any kind of passive aggressive tweets on either side. Um, which I don't is think, probably I the doubt only way Greg this Gumberg is play knows out. anything about Dreamwalker at all. Nobody knows. Anything yeah. About that. I mean, man, if Julian Assange were just like, stop wasting his time on the DNC and we're focusing on the the real story of what the Dreamwalker Maybe Walker it could happen. Off. Maybe if Dream Jumper like catches on <laughs> dream jumper. tom maybe he could sue about it is it maybe. called dream jumper it's called dream jumper you're kidding me dream jumper yeah dream jumper i swear to god Ooh, okay the rest of it i was like all right this is what i'm gonna read the official he just changed the verb to like 
than that. All right, it's called Dream Jumper Nightmare Escape is the first book. What it, what does the art uh look anything at all similar to the Poet Anderson? No, it looks it more just... like cartoony okay. kind of thing. Says Ben has a problem when he sleeps uh when he sleeps he dreams and when he dreams they're all nightmares. But he can also jump into other people's dreams. What it says and often I mean that that angry. is, you know, it's a little different than the the Dreamwalker premise, but it's just Dream Jumper. Wow, that's 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 something else. Yeah. Well, um, I have some other uh, Tom news if uh, yeah, want to wrap. So he uh, kind of briefly uh, posted on Instagram that he is at a meeting in front of a, as he put it, multi-star general and very high-ranking congressional staffer, staffer who handed him a guitar, <laughs> all smiles and bright eyes. Um, he said it would have been rude not to give it. Uh, excuse me. Rude not to give in. So he played the Invisible Parade. The first concert for me in a few years, actually. Uh, the big takeaway for that is, wow, he's right. That was the first concert he's done in any capacity, and for he just hasn't really played any shows. So what happened? Explain. <laughs> you so like he, read it so fast. Yeah, I just, um, he said he met with a multi-star general and a very high-ranking congressional staffer, um, <laughs> which tells me, God, that sounds. I hate to say it. This sounds like Donald Trump. Like the way he says that, like I know uh, good people. I, I know well, so many high in people. front of a multi-star general and a very high-ranking congressional staffer. Your um, Trump kind of sounds I know. like I don't uh, have a good Trump. Kennedy, it does. Yeah. yeah, you have a better Trump than I do. <laughs> I met with all these great, these great people, and uh, they played me a guitar, <laughs> and I played the blowjob song. <laughs> First concert for me in a while. Um, yeah, congressional staffer, like what, like, oh, that is. Yeah. no, I mean, what it is, is like, anybody. Uh, it's like, I mean, uh, sorry, congressional staffers, but if you're talking about dissemination of aliens, I- information and access to secrets, congressional staffer is not who you, I mean, you're talking about the support staff for a Congress member. So like the, uh, yeah, so those kind of jobs. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to like, I don't want to demean, I would love to be a Put it in the perspective. It's a, it's a great job. Yeah, it's, it's. Leaps and bounds away from a representative of the government. Okay. Uh, you know, they're speaking. Anyway. Uh, Is this like the one of the random people on Veep that's like r- running around yes, with her? Yes, it's one of the people on Veep. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> except not, not Julie Release Dreyfus. Not Stafford to the vice president. Okay. Stafford for just a congressperson. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, anyway, yeah. So he's doing that. He's still. Meeting with some high level people talking about but stuff. But they gave him and, a guitar and he played. Yeah, he didn't what say song? anything. He didn't say anything about aliens. He just said they handed him a guitar and he played Invisible Parade, which is off his um, demos. And that's that's the acoustic one off the demos. Oh, that was a good song. It was, and it was a song about the military. So um, that'd be weird, wouldn't it? Be that like was, sitting there like a military person's yeah. house and <laughs> Tom DeLonge's playing yeah, like this. Right. I discover. Cold. <laughs> I don't know the words. Sorry, my man. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that'd be just like mom up coming home. home. Just that was kinda, though. I, uh, maybe we, that would we, be cool. We talked know. about this and I very firmly believe it's far and away the best song on that album because it's about something. And the whole, like the idea of the invisible parade that he talked about is how, um, veterans come home, especially from Iraq and Afghanistan and don't really, you know, in the, in the world war two, it's like a fucking parade for them. And here it's just like, no kissing one gets a shit. women in the street, you know, bending them over. Like. And, the, and yeah. And like here, it's just like nothing, you know? And that was like, Oh man, Tom, you wrote a song about something <laughs> invisible parade. This is great imagery. <laughs> 
that's cool. Uh, yeah. So uh, I, I, you know, I bet it would have been cool to see that. I, I'm jealous. I would have liked to it's, see that. It shows you that if you put focus into something, yeah, you could. Uh... That was a song he wrote. That was he wasn't trying to put. Uh, he wasn't trying to make a statement about art. He wasn't trying to write like a blink o- song. He wasn't was trying just, to overthink it. It doesn't sound like an overthought. Just trying song. to write a song about something he was feeling, and it's the best song on the album. <laughs> uh, I mean, the thing is, I mean, yeah. So but. the other thing uh, I wanted to go about Tom is um, he is really adamant that he's still in Blink. Uh, he was on a conspiracy theory talk show that has hosted the likes of David Icke, who is my favorite conspiracy theory um, personality. He's the one who believes. Trading cards. He's the one that he kind of, his approach to conspiracy theories, David Icke's, or David Icke, I don't know which one it is, um, <laughs> is that they're all right. So he basically believes in the Illuminati and aliens um but his twist on it is not only is it the illuminati but the illuminati are all secretly uh lizard people mm. who are shapeshifters um so there's some Gotta really yeah it's definitely worth looking into um there's some <laughs> compelling evidence um so tom was on uh this show fade to black and he it's a three-hour interview i think so talks a lot about aliens did you listen to most of it no i haven't listened to any of it except for this part i actually have to record i'll probably like before i go to bed or something listen to it um i'm sure it's you know wacky but uh he they asked him about blink wayne too and and um i'll probably drop a clip in here but he is very adamant that he is still a member of blink 182 and that uh he sees this um According to this interview, he kind of sees this as just a break that everyone's just fine with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um, the whole band is all fine with it. Yeah. So it, I'll, I'll drop the, the I'll drop the clip in here real quick. And you know, look, as far as music goes, I'm still playing music. I'm still recording more music than I ever have. I still talk to the guys in Blink all the time. Uh, I talked to Travis just a few days ago, and uh, we'll figure it out. There's going to be more Blink 182. There's going to be more. Me- music from angels and airways and i'll get back on the road here shortly um but right now i just gotta i gotta complete some big stuff so that that's great so the door's not closed on blink 182 no no i'm i still own it <laughs> you know, <it's> like <laughs> he, we mentioned this before the show like him saying like i i own it <laughs> like i still own it like yeah. it's part i i it which, sounded, which i'm sure he does you yeah know, it I'm sounded sure. so um it's nuts yeah it's pretty much the same shit we've been hearing for months, but it's just like he seems so um, not ashamed by it or anything. It's just strange, you know. It's like yeah, the media takes it a certain way and stuff. And yeah. I still talk to those guys all the time. And one of, one of the things I thought was uh, kind of crazy is when when they I'll, again, you know, I'll, I'll have just dropped the clip in here, so you'll know what I'm talking about. But there's a point where the guy says he asks him something kind of point blank, like, "So are you out of blank or something like that?" And he like raises his voice because really, like, he's like, "No!" <laughs> like he's like, "No, oh my god, I'm still a blank." Like it, it was the the kind of like it was like a little a bit of like a the most emotional I've heard Tom kind of get. It's just kind of out of nowhere. Well, it did say he was driving. San Diego. Oh, he was driving. I think Tom was driving around when he was on the talk. <laughs> so you think he hit somebody? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. You're talking over the, the engine of the car. And, okay. I yeah. Know, yeah. I, I mean, I don't want to read too much into it. It wasn't like crazy, but it was just like it was a little bit. Just that was the thing that stabbed me when I was listening to it. Um, and and kind of to wrap all this up, I I uh, on the Blink One Two subreddit, uh, Fifty Second Street posted as a comment to this. Um, 
this little interview became a thread and this guy posted a comment or this woman posted a comment um, that was kind of like, so this is everything Tom's saying. You're like, I'm in blink, blah, blah. And he just kind of like, let's put in perspective. What did Mark say about this? And I feel like this quote from Mark is particularly relevant at this point. Mm-hmm. So this is, um, I'll just read it. Um, so it's an interview with Spin Magazine. The question is, Tom has repeatedly denied that he quit the band. Why would you say he didn't formally quit? Or would you say he didn't formally quit? Mark Hoppus. And, and again, I, I feel like this could equally play as the response to that interview. I don't know why he says that. I mean, if he still wanted to be in Blink, he would have shown up to record California. Or he would have called and said, my God, I don't want out of the band at all. (laughs) But he didn't. (laughs) I've spoken to Tom one time since 2014, and it was cordial enough. But even then, when we were talking, I said, if you don't want to quit Blink, you would have showed up. Or you would have called. (laughs) So I, I'm kind of I'm kind of with it's kind of funny. I, We're I, almost my, like... my favorite thing in there is just the my God, <laughs> I didn't want to be out of the band at all. <laughs> I love that. <sighs> the idea of Tom just calling Mark at like 1 a.m. <laughs> my God, <laughs> Marty, <Yeah>. Marty, <laughs> gotta come back with me, <laughs> huh? Where? Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. I liked your cadence on his uh, voice. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, Tom is. Uh, I hope he's okay. <laughs> yeah, I. Um, it seems. I feel like in every way, every my what's my, up with Tom my like personal this? read on the situation is that he's. Um, again, there's always uh, obviously the possibility that we don't know what's going on, but just my read on the situation, it seems like he's not accepting the reality of what's happened. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do, what do you think? Yeah, it sounds exactly like that. He's like, it's I'm okay with the situation now, you know? It's just a break. It's just a break. They're fine. It reminds me of, I, I just watched the uh, the episode of The Simpsons where the Mill, Millhouse's parents get divorced, mm-hmm. and Millhouse's wife, who is Mark in this situation, is just having the time of her life, and she realizes Millhouse's dad was just holding her down. And the whole time, Millhouse's dad is just like, yeah, it's just like a little separation. We'll figure things out. <laughs> and meanwhile, it just cuts like Millhouse's mom, who's like banging like the supermodel and like yeah. having the time of her life. And yeah. That's <sighs> That's, I guess that when he makes the, supermodel in the this. tape, like I can only have a feeling, whatever it is, or yeah, lend me a feeling, lend me a or feeling. let me borrow a feeling, something. Yeah, and borrow. then he sings it for let her. Let me the... borrow a feeling. <laughs> God, that was great. Uh, Classic, depressing. Uh, so well to to dig ourselves out of the depressing hole, um, and to wrap up the the what's up with Tom segment to go back down to earth. Uh, we can we can go back down to earth and pull out some stuff from the mailbag. Yeah, uh, hit it. Um, what's his name? James Duggan. <laughs> hit it, James Duggan. Okay, I was just driving while listening to the new podcast, and I definitely think that this should be. Well, you guys should record this as your uh, mail sack intro. Here are letters from you about Blink-182, and we'll answer them right now. And I don't think it's too good of an idea for you guys not to use, but, you know, totally up to you. All right, talk to you later, or whatever. Bye. Classic song. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Stands the test of time, I think, that mailbag song. (laughs) So, um... We don't have much here, but I have a couple little things, and they're mostly follow-ups. Well, we, we did kind of purge the mailbag last episode. Yeah, we did. So, But these are kind of actually follow-ups from the previous mailbag, you know, continuations. Um, one of them I is... I to say, like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Um, this was interesting, I thought. This was um, actually posted on Reddit, 
and it was uh, our buddy. Hi, my name is Moritz. Moritz. Oh yeah, Moritz yeah. again. And he said we did pronounce his name right. Sweet. So that was cool. Um, he said, "Great podcast, like I expected." <laughs> <laughs> like that, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Too. I like you know he he knows how to do it. You start the podcast, you start your start comment with a compliment, with yeah. a compliment. <laughs> and then he says, "Fuck you." No, he actually said some interesting stuff. He said, uh, second, I pretty much agree with all your opinions except oh." So just to go back on this on that episode, we talked a lot about Green Day, basically. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. We talked about Bang Bang too. Yeah, we talked about the new uh, uh, Green Day song. Still liking actually, that song. That, that I have. It's aging. actually got. Better I mean, it's not me. like it's old, but it's aging well so far. They put out another one too, Revolution Radio. Yeah, and it's pretty good. Oh shit! I gotta check it yeah, out. Yeah, I don't think I like it as much, but it's still good. Nice. Um. Anyway, he said, uh, second, I pretty much agree with all your opinions except that I like the Uno Dos Tre trilogy. Hmm. Um, which was where we're kind of like, eh, it's just kind of garbage. Yeah. And um, yeah. he said, at first I didn't like it either, but after hearing the songs live, I liked them way more. I actually haven't heard them live. Yeah. Um, but if you want to warm up to the trilogy, I suggest checking out Demolicious. Uh, it's, um, it cuts out a lot of filler, and uh, he likes the production a lot more. So Demolicious, um, we both actually dove in this a little yeah. bit. I think I, I commented back on on him on the uh, subreddit post, and I got downvoted a lot for really? this. Yeah. I don't know why, but I just said, um, I agree with you 100% on Demolicious. I think that was like the exact kook. Weird. Um, uh, but yeah, so I uh, I, I did kind of check that out, and I'm I'm... I'm I'm with you. I mean, for the life of me, I can't understand why that nuclear family was not the one on the album. It was uh, night and day, really, with with the difference between some of those songs. And um, I haven't really dug my heels into Demolicious, but and I probably, you know, I'm probably not at the end of the day still gonna like it as much as their earlier stuff. But it it's uh, I I gotta agree with him. Or it, it's a significant improvement over the you know Dos and Trace stuff. Yeah, I it um I listened to it and then I went back and listened to a few of the songs that are on it on uh, Uno Dos Trace and stuff. And yeah, he's totally right. The production is so much more lively and energetic. And, and what's kind of crazy raw. to me is I wouldn't even say that it's necessarily the difference between Uno. Uh, using Nuclear Family as an example, I don't think that one is like the they released the pop gem and kept the raw version. I think it's just they released a limpy, shitty version of the song and yeah. kept the dynamic one. Yeah, and I looked a little bit into it, and um, uh, Mike Durnt said that like when they released that Demolicious, he's like, this is what it would sound like if we were still on the label that did like, look at. Is it Lookout? Lookout, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they did um, their first few albums and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, uh, Kerplunk, 39, uh, like Slappy the 1009. Yeah, uh, Weird-ass name, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's, that's like two EPs, I think, that yeah. became an album. Yeah, um, But yeah, like he's totally right. And it kind of has a modern... It's not quite that, but it's not quite, close. But it has more of like this modern uh, garagey punk like thing that's going on now. On it sounds great, albums. yeah. Yeah. I would I would recommend anyone listening who um you know yeah maybe it won't blow your mind but anyone who's just who liked Green Day before and is like what the hell happened to them I think this was cool because it yeah it didn't change my mind or sorry it didn't like blow my mind but it was like oh wow Blink or Green Day <laughs> Blink Green Day still like kind of exists like this is yeah. this is the kernel of what I like about Green yeah Day. and it's, it's kind of there. sounds like they're going with more of that kind of more raw sort of like not as cleaned up uh, vibe on the next uh, album. Yeah. Which, so well, they're kind of having fun. It seems like, yeah. Um, and not trying to like make it something it's not right. That makes any sense. But yeah, 
Uh, well, thanks for the email for that, and thanks for the recommendation because I never dove into Demolitious. Yeah, I had thanks to give for a that. Like that version of uh, Nuclear Family, I am, a, I, like I said, I am a little bit more lukewarm on the rest of them, but that version of Nuclear Family, that's up there with some of the better Green Day songs ever, I think. The, yeah. the Nuclear on Demolitious. Um, so uh, we uh, have another follow up email, and this is from somebody, uh, a buddy, Tyler Peters. And if you don't remember, Tyler Peters was the dude that said that he listens to our podcast while he takes the garbage out at work, uh, and it takes 20 minutes to take the garbage out. my favorite listener of the show. Yeah. <laughs> and There's he, something so poetic I, about listening to the Blink-22 podcast while you take out the garbage. And we were saying, I like, don't know what it is yet, but I'm like, there's a metaphor there somewhere. Remember we said just like, how fucking far, like, well, who is <laughs> taking the garbage, the garbage yet? Yeah. What, didn't we talk for like five minutes? Like, wait a minute, he listened to it while he's on well, the garbage. Well, he explains himself. Okay. What's going on. So right. he says, well, since you guys are so interested in why it takes me 20 minutes to take the garbage, uh, which made me laugh so hard, and that's in parentheses, uh, is because where I work, I, at doesn't have a back door. I'm forced to travel all the way around the strip mall to reach the garbage. Then I have to walk all the way back in the humid southern heat with my long dark pants to get back to the shop. And it's a long ass strip mall. <laughs> Seriously, the best part of the whole trip is listening to you talk about Blink. Oh, yeah, that's great. You you can't and PS, you can probably relate with your long dark pants. Yeah, but I'm I, looking at Ryan now and he's in a black t-shirt and a black pants. This is a blue shirt. Is it? Is it? It's navy. <laughs> it's a midnight blue. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, uh, P.S., you can count on me and as one of the 10 people who consider it research when it comes to Blink-182. Hell yeah. That was great. I think, like, uh, yeah, that warms that warms my heart. What's, what's the quote from uh, Yoda says in fucking Attack of the Clones? Seeing you alive warms my heart. To, like, Padme. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody can. I've lost everybody. You lost me. You're quoting Attack of the Clones? <laughs> <laughs> see you alive yeah no it does it warms the heart to to see that stuff and i i hope i'm really happy that we could make your trash excursion a little better because that sucks yeah. you got a back door do you, you got a window you can climb out of or anything this is like, in the southern heat so southern heat so i'm a southern accent yeah yeah uh <laughs> i lived i lived in the south for a few years and i understand the south in america has a great combination of nowhere else i've been of not only heat but humidity, uh, yeah. and man, humidity is the worst. Yeah, uh, when you combine it, I mean, yeah, you're you don't you don't know real humidity. <laughs> I mean, you even even here is this isn't this humidity. Is, I, was, I was glad it wasn't humidity. Real humidity is like you just like a hot, humid day in the south. Is you just walk out and you you basically need a machete to just wade through the air. <laughs> I mean, it is it's it's brutal. Yeah. So uh, hats off to you and. You know, we're hitting the fall and winter months, so hopefully your trash, uh, I bet the smell is going to be a little better when it's cooler outside, because that's got to be bad, too. Like a smelly <laughs> trash dumpster. That's brutal. Especially if you work in a food industry and you're just lugging. He says like, it's some... a shop, so who knows? But mm. maybe, uh, I don't know, just take a saw to the back door some, or to the back wall someday and... <laughs> Yeah, and cut cut a hold. Yeah, I mean, I don't. It's like a shit. Just go punk rock with it. Yeah, just chainsaw. You just gotta whenever you quit, before you quit or leave or whatever, just like kick down, like kick down a hole or something. And we probably won't be able to kick down a wall, but you know, ruin it in some way. Why would you? You want to want to do it when you leave because he wants the back door. He wants the benefit from it. Yeah. Just ha- tr- just accidentally drive a car through the back. Accident. Perfect. Arrange to accidentally. <laughs> yeah. Get a, get a friend, get a friend to to drive it, uh, do a hit and run, 
No, don't do that. Yeah, we need uh, to. <laughs> just keep li- just keep listening to our podcast <laughs> and and keep walking. And, and matter of fact, move the dumpster further so you can listen to more of our podcast. <laughs> we sh- we should really be encouraging people to just listen to our podcast. Everyone else, uh, anyone who's listening, if you could just take your trash can and move it about twenty minutes away from your house and just make it a ritual to listen to our show as you take the trash out. Yeah, that's the perfect way to go. Uh, but before you take the trash out, if you're going to go on that twenty minute walk out in public. You're definitely, <laughs> I mean, especially in, I mean, I know it's, you don't want to do this because it's hot. Well, we're getting into heat. the fall and the winter. All right, so I guess it's a little chilly. Yeah, go ahead. It's chilly. Put your pants back on. Smooth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let me think. Itchy and scratchy. Ah, ah, kid. You don't make cartoons. <laughs> oh, man. The episode where they like wrote the itchy and scratchy uh, episode, or like, yeah, the Bart and Lisa had to, they were like trying to write the, the itchy and scratchy thing. It was the, I think that's one of my favorite episodes so far. Did you get the Poochie one yet? Uh yeah, seen Poochie. <laughs> that's a classic. That's become I don't think I have. Poochie's become like a like an ad, like an adjective. I think that that was that season eight. Because I feel it's like probably later. Yeah. It's when they uh I'm going till ten. That's when I'm probably gonna see all of season nine and I'll probably stop. You should go till like twelve. Till twelve? You should go to the three hundredth episode, go all the way to the three hundredth. Three hundredth? Okay. The the I'm I'm just going off the internet lists and all the all the lists they they just tell me to stop at ten mm. but I'll go to tw- I mean if you think I should go to twelve maybe what I'll do is I'll go to ten and then I'll just kind feel. of I'll go to ten and then I'll look at like best episodes and watch like a few episodes I just remember the three hundredth episode being one of the last ones uh, I saw and that's oh, the one with Blink One Eighty Two I've seen that one mm-hmm. it's Tony Hawk too right mm-hmm. yeah I've seen that episode I think yeah. I saw I probably saw that when it aired because I heard Blink was going to be on it. Oh, yeah, Poochie. Um, <laughs> they they get a new character on uh, Itchy and Scratchy. That's great. And Homer voices him named Poochie. Homer, like as Homer, it's not Dan Kessel. Like <laughs> Homer in character is like the plot is he's voicing a character. On Itchy yeah. And Scratchy. <laughs> That's great. It's yeah. really going back to the roots, right? Because he was supposed to be crusty and everything. So Yeah, but uh, it's funny what happens to Poochie. I won't spoil it, but... um. Nice. Uh, that's a classic map. People will always say like Poochie. every every single fucking episode I've seen is a classic. Like I I've rewatched. Have I told you I've rewatched episodes? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like great. I'm not even done with it yet, and I've just been like, I've all it's like the closest I've gotten to a TV show with a thing with the music. You know where you're just like, I want to hear it again. Like I don't, I haven't yet just like watched an episode and then restart it. But I have the next day been like, I want to watch that again. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm fucking loving this. It's great. That's cool. I'm glad. I mean, I I know I missed out, but I I almost feel like it's. I'm kind of glad that I'm discovering this now. I feel like I wouldn't have. I feel like a lot of people have the thing where they go back and watch it, and then they're like, "Oh, I get these jokes." But I like that I'm seeing this for the. Fir- I feel like this would have been if it's like I'm my dad watching this with a kid, you know? No, I feel like what I'm watching them over again. I feel like I'm getting two thirds more like content yeah from not content but like jokes like things yeah I well missed. i don't think i would have found most of it funny as a kid like uh, i watched out of it i don't know it yeah. was on i watched it every night you're probably a smarter kid than i was 
Mm. I wasn't very like aware of things. <laughs> I didn't see a lot of movies. And... <laughs> All right. Uh, you ready? Yeah. <laughs>